on this week's episode of the Views from the John podcast. I got big thumbs too, man. I hit every single button. You got big everything. (laughs) (laughs) You do though. Thanks, buddy. You got big everything. (laughs) You know, I think I, uh, like, can you imagine how bad your truck cushion must smell? It's, my truck smells great. I, no, but the cushion. Have you ever sniffed it? your own... St- no. <laughs> Why would I do that? No. I don't know. <laughs> you know? I'll give you a dollar. Put your nose right down I'll in there. I'll give you a dollar if you sniff it. Yeah, you'd take a lot more than a dollar, buddy, to sniff your cushion. <laughs> Jesus. Boston. Well, it wasn't long before the story of John's little miracle was sweeping the nation. Out of a Boston suburb comes what is, without a doubt, the most incredible story. Yeah, the last time we saw you, I mean, you did threaten to blast him full of buckshot, cocked the shotgun and everything. Yeah, well, what can I say? John just has that effect on people. Yeah, I guess he does. Everybody, How's welcome to the Views from the John podcast, episode sixty-two. I am your host, John Ares, and this is Josh, the truck driver. Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey yo. What's that song? Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo. No, I, I don't know. I, yeah, something. Hey yo, hey. I think I. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Hey, you remember? Uh, if any of you recall. And I'm talking to anybody out there, including you, Josh. Yeah, yeah, I'm listening. If you remember your story of how you uh, have had to wash your back before yeah. in uh, showers. Everybody does it. That doesn't fit you quite right? Right. Yeah. You said you put soap on a wall. Yes, sir. And then you just take your back and you rub up and down against it. Mm-hmm. So guess what? This is the way. I tried it. Yeah? How'd it come out? I tried it and I filmed it. Ah, did you really? Yeah. Oh, check it out. So usually I just slap the soap on the wall and just kind of do a little shake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me see if I got this correctly. Uh, so in this situation, you put the soap onto the shower wall. Yeah. And then like a bear, take you. your back and rub. There you go. <laughs> wow. Me- As you might have heard recently, on my latest podcast, the views from the John episode 61, I have a very hard time reaching my back to wash it unless I have a loofah. And I just had to throw my loofah out. So I'm going to use Josh's technique here in a minute. And I'm going to film it. And yes, this is pretty crazy and embarrassing. But I'm going to try Josh's method. Bear with me one minute. Let me get in the shower. Hello there. We are in my shower, and this is the first time I've ever attempted to bring an expensive iPhone into the shower where I could ruin it, right? And I'm also naked, and I know you don't want to fucking see that. I don't want to see that. Alright, so I need to get, I need to wash my back, and I don't know how to do it, because my arms can't reach it, and I don't have a loofah. So I'm going to do the technique that Josh recommended which is actually putting soap on the shower wall here and then rubbing my back up against it like I'm a bear rubbing my back up against a tree. So let's try that. Let me grab my bar of soap here and let's try to lather up, right? Can we, you guys seeing this? I'm trying to put soap on the back of the shower. It's not soaping up very well, is it? Come on. How do you do this, Josh? I can't even get the back of the shower to soap up very well. Come on. This isn't really working out, is it? I'm shoping up the back of the shower like crazy. 
Do we need to use some shower gel, maybe? Let's try the gel. Come on. Get on there. There we go. Most of it just hit the ground and not the actual fucking shadow. Alright, try it again. There we go. There we go. We got it. See? We got the back shower wall all soaked up. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Yeah, here we go. It's working. I'm rubbing my back up and down against the back shower wall while it's all uh, soaked up. Now the back of my back, now the back of my back is all clean. Josh, you are a fucking genius, man. Thank you. So there you go, man. If you have a hard time getting your bath, you don't need one of those lady loofahs. You just gotta soap up the back wall of your shower and then rub up and down against it. That's all it is. So let's thank Josh for Life Hack 101 on how men should wash their back in the shower. This has been another Life Tip brought to you by the Vs from the John Podcast. Bye-bye. <laughs> I told you it would work, man. Uh, I don't know about that clip. No? Even though I only showed like the upper third of my body. Yeah. You know? I like to keep a clean, bald head because my hair is thinning and I don't know. Yeah. You see me in all my fucking messiness inside <laughs> of the shower. Yeah. You know how many people have said to me, like, people I know, and a few fans, they've been like, dude, to say the kind of stuff you do on stage and on the podcast, especially when you about yourself, mm -hmm. it's like really revealing and you have to have just zero shit about, you, about your shame. Right. And yeah, you have to be shameless. You know, and yeah, yeah you know, I. You had some five o'clock shadow going on. Yeah, I yeah, dude. I I don't think I had shaved in like five days. I had just woken up, you know, and yeah. I hadn't shaved my head in a handful of days. You know, I, I was dirty. I was in the shower. You know, so uh, yeah. you know, so not a lot of people get you know, you know, and I'm fucking pasty. I look like I'm a freaking vampire. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, That's what happens when you work. Uh... So, yeah, I, I mean, I think I've done everything on this podcast in the last year, mm. except for give, like, a sperm and stool sample. Mm. Yeah, I don't think they need that. <laughs> if anyone out there would like a stool sample of mine or a sperm sample, just hit me up on one of our social media platforms, and I'll be happy to send something out to you. Um, How's your weekend go? Did you just do what I think you just did? No, I went. Or was ah, that the chair? I went. Ah, I did like that. Okay, when I play that audio back, dude, it's it's gonna sound like you just farted. No, I didn't. You, you should have saw my face because it's immediately that's what I thought you just did. <laughs> nah, I, nah, I was like, I'm not that rude. You know? Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. <laughs> it's because the freaking cameras are rolling. <laughs> um, so what'd you do this weekend, man? Dude, I'll tell you what I did this weekend. This weekend uh, in the Northeast, the weather Saturday was just horrible. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, it was a little chilly. We had a nor'easter. Yeah. We had a nor'easter. Yeah. And uh, it rained like hell here, yeah. but like uh, North North Boston and uh, you know Maine, New Maine, Hampshire, New Hampshire they got Vermont. they got feet of snow. So uh, you know what I did? What'd you do? I finally said F it and I signed up for another streaming service. Did you really? Another one. Nice. I got Disney Plus. Oh. And I caught up. I watched every friggin' episode of The Mandalorian. Yeah. And I'm all caught up. And uh I'm in love like everyone else is. With the baby Yoda? I'm in love with every single aspect. No, it's just the baby Yoda you're in love with. No, I'm in love with the characters. <laughs> the writing. Yeah the characters the acting. They did good. Everything. Every single episode is like a like new Star Wars summer blockbuster epic movie. Mm -hmm. It ain't this cheesy cookie cutter episode one, two, three stuff. Everything is like a movie. Every episode. It is just so well done that, that yeah, I'm the biggest fan. Yeah. Can you believe that the dude... Are we doing spoilers? John Favreau. 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 Is that who plays the Mandalorian? No. Oh. That's... The guy who wrote 
and directs the Mandalorian. Oh, all right. The actor. All right. But he, um, 1996, Swingers, him and Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Remember that movie? No. Is that one you have? You haven't seen that movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Swingers? Swingers. I think so. Vegas, baby. Vegas. I think, I think I've seen that. They go to Vegas? Yes. Well, he's what? He's the guy that plays opposite uh, Vince Vaughn. Yeah. That's the guy who also wrote and directed Elf. I'm not a big fan of Elf. I know you're not. <laughs> We're going to get into that on a Christmas episode when we talk Christmas right. movies. And, right. I, and I'm going to, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't know what I'm going to do. Okay? I don't know. But we're going to get to that. Yeah. All right? You're going to get So are you familiar with this guy yet? Yes. Okay. Yes. So this guy went from, like, the dude that was, like, Vegas, baby. Yeah. Vegas. Vegas. Now this guy is, like, my hero. He wrote and directed all these, the freaking Mandalorian, and it's freaking incredible. Yeah, it did great. So, uh, yeah. Surprisingly, unlike the other ones, the other movies that were. Yeah. Sure. Uh, huge, huge yeah, I like how they put like uh, they took from the, the original '80s Star Wars and like kind of like you're getting like an eye look of uh, things that you wanted to see when you were a kid. I can't say that. Uh, I don't know. I think the Mandalorian as a whole is probably better than any Star Wars movie I've seen. Yeah, it's so well done. Yeah, I mean. I, well, I can't say that. It's like picking favorites between, like, your kids. Mm. You know, you love them all. Whether it's the, you know, 90s ones or the 2000s ones or yeah. the 70s and Every 80s. generation's got there. You know? But, um, so, yeah, we're taking a different kind of approach with this podcast now. Kind of like last week. A yeah. lot more generic. Just, just me and Josh sitting down kind of catching up with each other. We only see each other once a week. And it's for this. Yeah. Sometimes, so, sometimes he harasses me through the week. So, uh... Kind of annoying. But... Get the... F don't even start. I'm joking. Because I will tear you <laughs> apart. You don't want this fight. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh... So, yeah. There's some stuff that's happened since last week that I wanted to, uh... Yeah. That I thought we could, uh... Kind of hash out. One of the things I wanted to say, okay, is uh, I think what uh, most people can find kind of funny and relatable is uh, I think every guy out there and every, maybe every lady, I think we all do things or have likes that we, stuff we do that we wouldn't really tell anybody yeah. because we because we are afraid of ridicule. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like... And I'm just using this as an example. Like, let's say that, you know, you like to, uh, you like to play with, like, dolls or something. Oh. You know? All right. That's not something you go around telling people. No, no. In fear of judgment. Yeah. And ridicule. Um, let's say your favorite movie was Gone with the Wind. That's a good movie. And you're hanging out with all your dude friends that, and you're drinking. That might not be something you'd offer up. Right. Because, you know, you're going to get... Your balls back. You're going to get your balls bashed for saying <laughs> that, right? And I've gotten my balls bashed for both of these things that I have. All right. But I don't care. I really don't. <laughs> so um, I'm going to reveal my two things that... Uh, oh, you only got two? I thought of two. <laughs> I thought of two things off the top of my head. And, um, you know, uh, and I'm going to talk about how I got into each of these things. And uh, you're probably instantly going to see, like, the stereotypes associated with both. Yeah. All right? All right. So, I got one in one hand and one in the other. Oh. So, pick a hand, and that's the one I'll start with first. Some Russian roulette, huh? Yeah. Or roulette. Yeah. Um... We'll go right. Right? You're right. Dun, 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 dun. Uh-oh. You're a fan, huh? Of the Cullens? Now, this is just one <laughs> of the movies. It's the only one that I have. It's yeah. not mine. Uh-oh. It was left here by my ex. She's the one that got me in. But in case, uh, for those of you who aren't watching, I just held up a copy of uh, one of the Twilight movies. Yeah. Okay? And um, if you remember when Twilight came out, it was like 
I think the average age was like 13. I think the average demographic was mostly female. So like 13 year old females were like the like the target audience yeah. of these movies. Yeah. Okay. And I'm an adult man. Okay. <laughs> um, I shouldn't like this movie at all. Right. Um, I, I would say 99% of the men that uh, I've talked to about this movie, or or it's even come up over the years or whatever, they'd be like, you wouldn't catch me dead ever watching <laughs> one second of any of those movies. And here I am thinking, I love it. Yeah. I'll, like, I'll watch them yeah. back to back to back to back to back, all five parts. Right. And I've even, you know, you know, had a few too many and admitted it. And then I try defending it. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, listen, dude, I know there's this negative stereotype that it's like this teeny bopper, like vampire, cheesy, friggin', you know? And yeah, <laughs> that's what it seems like. Right? Yeah. But I have my reasons for liking it. Yeah, how, what are your reasons? Why do you like it? My reasons for liking it is um, it, it was a time, in, like, the movies remind me of a time in my life when I was engaged yeah. and I was happy. So it's a trigger, a memory trigger. It's a memory trigger of what life was like. It's almost like um, Bella and Edward were me and my fiance. Right. Like we, like we related to that couple. Did she hop on your back and you, and you climbed a tree? <laughs> yeah, we did all that. Yeah, I wish. Yeah, she even gave birth to a friggin' half-breed baby. Um, so you watched the whole series then? Uh, well, yeah. When, so yeah, um, when we were together, uh, I think the first uh, two movies were already out. Yeah. And you know, she we, she caught me up on what was going on, and yeah. then after we split, I think the final two came out, and I ended up like you know renting them. But now they're always on like every friggin' day, some channel. Yeah. But that's my guilty pleasure. I love the Twilight friggin' movies. Okay. Yeah. Um, I can't pick a team, team, you know, between Edward and Jacob. I think they're both great friggin' dudes. I think they're both equally good and bad for Bella. But you know, I think Bella should <laughs> listen to me, right? <laughs> but seriously, I could sit down with a teenager from back then and just like be like, yeah. you know, and just talk I'll, about friggin' Twilight. Oh, giddy! Yeah, nice. And uh, I don't think there's a lot of guys out there that would a admit that or b even be open to the idea of maybe these movies aren't like you know the acting is actually really good the yeah. cinema the cinematography and like the framing and the pacing and just the story yeah. from like all five parts is like really good right well acted insane special effects it isn't a cheesy love story amazing soundtrack mm -hmm. filmed in uh, like british uh, Columbia in like Vancouver. Yeah, uh, Portland. Yeah, Oregon. all those places. So the scenery is just sick. It's got one of the sickest, like the Collins, the house they live in. Yeah. One of the sickest houses I've yeah, ever seen. I've actually looked up that house. It was recently on the market for like uh, like five million bucks. I'm gonna admit to everybody, I like, I like the Twilight series. I like their uh, the film score. I like the music. So you've seen all five? Yeah, I have. So holy shit, here I am thinking that like I'm pretty much coming out of the closet, like telling people that yeah. like, hey, I'm gay, you know? <laughs> and then like he comes out and says, you know what, dude, I am too. But I'm, it's like, holy shit, okay, I guess yeah. it wasn't that big of a deal. I actually have one of my top, one of my picks. Are you team Edward or Jacob? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with the bad guys. I like the bad guy, that crew. But uh, what bad guys? Isn't there bad guys at the towards the end? The head, the like the cult, the head vampires. Yeah, the, the vampire dudes. That's the uh, the the Volturi. Yes. yes. Yes, I don't mind the Volturi. Yeah, I, I thought they were cool. I mean, they are like the head vampires of yeah. like all vampires, right? And like they they have rules. Yeah. They can't expose themselves. Right. They don't make a mockery of themselves, and if they do, they're just, they get cut down. But yeah, I mean, yeah. So yeah, I uh, great. <laughs> well, one of my picks is actually kind of. I want to say. Oh, you're gonna tell me something embarrassing? Yeah, I want to. 
can I tell you one of my picks and we can go yeah, back? We can, I, yeah. And we can go back to your yes, second one? Yes. All right, that's cool. Let's see if uh, this is something I do as well. All right. Make, no, it's it's a movie. Make you feel as comfortable it's, as you made me feel. It, it's a it's a girly movie, like, uh, so. Oh, you picked a movie? I did pick, I did pick one movie. Okay. But uh, one of my favorite movies um, is The Notebook with uh, Ryan Gosling and... Was it Rachel? Didn't I use the notebook on Rachel the phone with you recently? McAdams. As an example yeah. of like. But it is one of my one of my favorite movies. I like ball my eyes out and. Uh, I don't think I've seen it. No. I honest to God. So you've seen a movie that I haven't seen, or I've seen yeah, a movie yeah. that you haven't seen. Yes, and I think the main reason why I haven't seen the Notebook is why ninety nine percent of men. Yeah. have not seen the Twilight movies and would never because it's just like nope nope can't do it you know yeah. it's all you know it's but, almost like on a level like people that won't watch it are like almost like homophobic right. or like they're like Twilight phobic yeah. like oh my god maybe if I watch this I'll become a little bit less of yeah. a man or something like that it's just like get out of here but like the notebook like the Twilight they're all on constantly on TV now yeah so. But yeah, I've never seen the notebook. It's a beautiful movie. It's sad. It tugs at your heartstrings. Maybe that's probably why I haven't a, wanted to watch it. It's a beautiful love story. That's probably why I haven't wanted to watch it. Yeah. Because it's gonna tug at my heartstrings. And it does have a good film score. So I, and I like uh, it. Yeah. But see, yeah, I I've been trying to stay away from shit that tugs at my heartstrings because I have life. Yeah, tugging at my heartstrings right now. Like I don't, I don't need help. Give you me know? your soul, John. Yeah, seriously. Like, but I know people like that. Yeah. Like, uh, remember when the MSPCA used to have the uh, commercials of the super socks, uh, sad dogs, yeah, like and then Sarah McLaughlin. Um, in the arms of an angel. Yeah, oh my God. We Anybody who saw that was like, whole, you know, they couldn't make you feel worse, dude. So it's like, okay, let's say you're having a bad day. Like, yeah. Let's say you find out today that like somebody that you like or like loved passed away. Right. Like there's some people out there that literally want to go into their room then, you know, put on a candle and then put like Sarah McLaughlin on and just bawl their <laughs> eyes out. It's like, why do that to yourself? Like why? So yeah, I don't, uh. What was my point? The whole Sarah McLaughlin commercial I don't know, had a tie-in to something we were just talking about. We were just about. singing together. It was kind of... Get me back there. It's kind of a little gayish, but... Oh! <laughs> no, God, see? What? We were talking about the notebook. And yes. Then we went... Yes, that's why. Yes. There's the tie-in. The tie-in to why... The same reason that I don't go into my room when I'm sad and turn on Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. The same reason I don't watch the Notebook. Yeah, I don't go. Is it has this stigma about it, even though I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Other than what you just told me, other than that it's a chick flick. It is a and chick. that it's sad. It is sad. And that's not something but I normally gravitate the, to. The story itself is is good. I'm sure it's awesome. Just the, it's just I got to be in the right mood for that. Yeah. You know. Me too. You know. Um, I've been watching a new series. <laughs> lately that has to do with like people that hunt demons huh. right so you normally don't wouldn't think that like sadness would come up in those episodes but there's some episodes that i watched uh recently yeah in that series i that, that new series i'm watching <laughs> that uh tugged at my heartstrings because like you know they're talking about stuff that i'm you know recently been going yeah. through you know so what is it like uh paranormal stuff show like that yeah right. yeah kind of like that stuff the freaky stuff all right here's my second one all right what's Here, your second one here's man? one that i bet most guys haven't done wouldn't admit to and don't do however a select group of guys might pay somebody to do this for them and where is it what is that oh you uh what is this josh it's uh <clears throat> it's a. Uh, Nail file. That's what I used to think it was. But it just it's not just for your nails. Uh, what else is it for? This thing does your entire top of your fingers. Yeah. It does everything. Not just your nails, but your actual fingertips. Wow. Okay. You get calluses up there and they get uh, you know, all rough and shit. Yeah. So 
here's the crazy thing, all right? Yeah, yeah. When, my, uh, when me and my fiance, we used to live here, and when she moved out, she left one of these behind. And one day I found it, and I was bored. And I think this was, was during the uh, start of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. I didn't start doing this till like March, right? But I'm pacing around this house. The lockdown just happened. I find this thing, and I'm like, what the F is this? <laughs> and I was like, this has got to be a nail file. So I'm just looking to keep busy. We're locked in our houses, right? So I just start working my shit with it, right? Mm -hmm. And then I haven't stopped since the pandemic. Yeah. I, I am now, like, addicted to giving my fingers and nails a... Is it a pedicure or a manicure? Uh, man manicure. Manicure, yes. I manicure myself. Yeah, it's got, it's got man in it, so I think you're good. Yeah. But again, it's not, you know, I know I know there's men that go get them, yeah. especially if you like make a lot of money. Right. But you but I think I showed you my friggin' nails earlier today. I'm like, dude, look at how clean I am. But uh I haven't really shaken anyone's hands since COVID. They must be really smooth. Dude, you would not believe how soft my hands are. Nice. And it's not because of lotion, it's not because of my nails, it's because of this. Yeah. Okay? So let me try to um Explain this. And for anyone who's a regular podcast listener, you're going to say, hey, man, he's talked about this once before, hasn't he? Yes, I have. Um, I have admitted this before on the podcast, but that was a long time ago. I think it was like probably March when I first found it. I'm like, hey, guys, I found this. It's pretty much oh, sandpaper. It is sandpaper. Yeah, yeah. It's it fine grit sandpaper. Yeah. And uh, if you're a man, you're like, oh, yeah, sandpaper. Uh, uh, wood. I know how sandpaper, you know? A lot of carpenters have smooth hands. Right. Well, I don't, well, I don't, yeah, I just agree with you. Like, right, yeah, exactly. Like, like one plus one is two. No, I don't know if fucking carpenters have soft hands. I'm just saying. Um, if you touch my hands. All you got to do is think of this as just being what it is. It's sandpaper. Right. And guys like to sandpaper stuff, right? And build, yeah. that's manly, right? Well, there you go. All you're doing is sandpapering. Mm -hmm. The tops of your fingers, including your nails. Have you used it on your feet? No. No. No? Haven't gone that far yet. All right. So okay. I think you're still good. But, I mean, dude, I'll just sit here watching TV or while I'm waiting for something on the computer to go, and I'm just doing this. Like like I'm a friggin' receptionist. <laughs> Thank you for calling Jackson Morning. How am I going to direct your call? No, he's not in right now. You know? But yeah, I, but dude, yeah, it's not just about like shaping the nail. Yeah, it's about like literally filing your skin. Yeah, until it's smooth. Like so, you just gotta like look at the tips of your fingers as being wood, mm -hmm. and this is sandpaper, which it literally is. And you just sandpaper your own friggin' fingers, yeah. and that's how they get soft and perfectly manicured. <laughs> so that's a new skill I've developed that uh, you know I don't think most men do or would admit to. And that's my there you go. Nice. You should try it on your feet, though. I get pedicures, so sometimes. Yeah, let's try it on your feet. It'll look like the scene out of friggin' Dumb and Dumber, where they're taking friggin' power tools to Jim Carrey's feet because yeah. his nails are 10 feet long. It'll probably look like a Saw movie, though. It's pretty nasty down there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why, uh... Oh, my computer just ran a scan, and it says I'm virus-free. Well, thank you. No, uh... No STDs on the computer. My computer shouldn't be running virus scans while it's recording the audio. Uh-oh. But it is. Let's hope it didn't screw up the audio. Should be all right. Should be all right. Do you have any other thing <clears throat> uh, embarrassing, Josh? Yeah. I have a second one. It's kind of deep, and I, I haven't really told anybody about it. Ooh. Let me get strapped in for this one. All right. All right. Well, I'm really big into music. I love a lot of different types of music. Should I drink before you keep speaking? Is this going to be one of those things I might spit out, out my drink at? No, you could. You're fine. I think you're fine. I mean, this, this isn't going to make me laugh? No. All right. I, I don't know. It might. All right. All right. I'm done drinking, so go ahead. <laughs> but like I said, I, I love music. I love all different kinds. I like Sinatra to anything, like Slipknot to... A bunch of different stuff, but uh, yeah, during the 90, early nineties, who was who was the like biggest crush, the biggest actor woman to you? Like, and mine was Sharon Stone. 
Okay. So you got basic instinct. Yeah. You've got um, a lot of other movies, but one of my. <laughs> I just made me think of something. What's that? Okay. Back when Basic Instinct came out, right? We didn't have internet. No, there was no we internet. Didn't, we didn't have porn. No, there was no. Uh, we didn't have DVDs. No. We didn't have YouTube. This is so a, I'm thinking to myself, how worn out do you think the actual film inside the VHS tapes were <laughs> of the scene where she opens her legs? Yeah, 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 yeah. How many people paused that spot? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I got to go to the bathroom. That's what that's what Sharon Stone's basically known for is basic instinct but oh, she yeah. had some other good films um she had king solomon's minds which happened earlier before basic instinct and she she had a, a movie called sliver yes it came out in 93 it had uh i want to say uh, one of the baldwin brothers in it and uh, yep. uh behringer that was filmed uh, in massachusetts yes but anyway i like music i like all types of music and there's a song by a musician I think it's a couple. It's like a lot of synth and uh, it's got like Indian chants in it, and it's got like a lot of Latin, like speaking Latin. Yeah. And, and, and the music group's called Enigma. 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 And there's a song called "Age of Loneliness," and it's also known as Carly's song, which Carly is in the movie Sharon Stone. Mm -hmm. So, but I love that song, and I like actually Enigma. So they got Age of. Uh, the Age of Loneliness. They got a, a song called Sadness. Okay. And uh, it's like a lot of synth, and <laughs> it's a weird, it's a weird thing to admit. So it's, it's okay. It's more you like seductive. Revealing that you like Enigma. Yeah. Is like a big secret to you. It is. Like a big secret, I can't let this slip out. Yeah. Well, if I go out drinking and I tell that to somebody, I'm gonna get. I'm, I don't think I can. I guess I'd have to know what Enigma sounded like. <laughs> you know, I mean, I can. What? I can hear Enya in my head, but I don't know about Enigma. No, it's not Enya. This is like you a know, lot. But, yeah, but whatever. You know it's what? It's a lot of beats and synth and. Like what you're gonna like. Right. And anybody else can I, go screw. I kind of lock it in my head though, in like a little box. Oh yeah. For music, I don't like to admit that. Hmm. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, when I was looking for more, like, embarrassing facts on you, I'm like, you know, I wasn't really talking about, you know, that's admitting, kind of you know what, I like Alanis Morissette, you know, I'm going to admit it. No, I was looking for more, like, you know, you like to, like, walk around your apartment in, like, women's underwear or something. You no. know? I mean, that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing to me, though, because I don't like to admit right. that. Right. So... I, you don't like to admit that then, you like Enigma. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. What, look, I'm gonna have to look up. What they're known for is a song called "Return to Innocence," and it's got like unicorns in it and shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of. It's got. I like the beat, and it's got like a lot. Like I said, it's got like a lot of Indian chant music. <laughs> kind of, but then they put it on a loop, and it's. I don't know. I just like the beats. I don't like to. You know. I don't. Want, but yeah, that's uh, my second one. Sharon, I gotta ask you a question. Sharon Stone and Sliver. Oh wait, another <laughs> another one of their songs that came out of another film called Exit to Eden, and that's got Rosie O'Donnell in it and Rosie O'Donnell and Dan Aykroyd, and that's hey, it's Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, whatever. And Rosie, oh Rosie. Yeah. Rosie's not very Rosie. But I don't know if you ever seen that movie. It's just like. That whole early 90s thing is... Early 90s was the shit. Yeah. Ugh. But Josh... Yes? I've been, wait I've been waiting to ask <laughs> you more about this until we got on the podcast here. Because it's fascinating. And I think it's going to fascinate you people out there. But this is something this guy did. And I've, and I've been waiting to bring it up until we were on the show <laughs> so he could rationalize it to me and everyone else out there. Because, sure. you know, I'm, I'm very, very curious about a lot of things. That's why I like to watch shows about mysterious stuff. Because I like to, you know, I like to figure yeah. stuff out. Okay? I, don't like, so, I don't like to watch a lot of TV. I like to go out and experience stuff. Okay, so what did you do this past Saturday or Sunday because we live in Massachusetts mm -hmm. up here 
it's pretty much winter. It's, it's, it's what, like 28 degrees out right now? It snowed this morning a little bit? Yeah. So really what did sure. this guy do a couple days ago on his day off? He drives to the beach. Yeah. Because it's beach weather here in December in the Northeast it's United States, right? Like we're living in freaking Grand Bahama <laughs> or something. Okay? And I was like, when you told me that, I'm like, I was like, dude, this is why I love you. Because who, who takes a day off and goes to the beach in December? Now, I could see, that would make sense yeah. if we lived in San Diego. Right. Or we lived in like Southern, uh, you know, uh, Florida. Yeah. That would make sense. A local New Englander would go to the beach. Not in December. Yes, sir. Okay. Maybe they would go to the beach in December, but why do most people go to the beach? They go to the beach because they want to go swimming in the water. Yeah. They want to lay out and get sun, but you know, you know, they want to put a bathing suit on, you know, a bikini, yeah. string, whatever. But you can't do that stuff because it's freezing and, there, and there's snow and the water's like 40 degrees. It was a little cold. It was a little cold. What do you mean it was a little cold? A little cold. I, I dipped my feet in. Ankles. Not to my ankles. You what? went in the water? Just my ankles. It's good for the feet. It's December. So? It gets the circulation going. Oh my god. <laughs> it, was just, it was just my feet. Dude. What? It was 47 degrees. The water temp was 47 degrees. Okay. As if it isn't strange enough that you go to the beach in December. Yeah, you know? it's beautiful. This, this isn't Florida. No. It's like the North Pole here it, right now. There was nobody on the beach. It was, it's like going to the beach at the North Pole. And then you went in the water. There's no loud music playing. There's no... Dude, my ankles get cold when it's like when I'm in Maine in friggin', you know, because in the dead of summer, you go up to Maine yeah. to the beaches, the yeah. water temperature is 61. And that's in August. The thing though that sucks around the beaches on off season, everything's closed, but a lot of. It's December. A lot of local restaurants are good, still open, you know? You know, we're not even talking about Myrtle Beach here. <laughs> I mean, even December's kind of chilly, even to really do anything at Myrtle Beach. Dirty you know? Myrtle. Dirty Myrtle. Yes, Myrtle. Hey, Myrtle Beach is kind of <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I saw a picture of it recently, and it looks a lot different from when I used to trounce around down there. Yeah, I heard it's... It looks nicer. Yeah. But I kind of compare Myrtle Beach to, like, uh, you know, Hampton Beach. That's, Anyone's ever been to Hampton Beach? That's, where, like I, that's where I went. That's where I went. Hampton Beach is an absolute... Nightmare. Oh, you haven't been there lately. They changed it a lot. A lot. Everyone's been to the Hampton Beach Casino Ballroom, though. Yeah. Every major band, every major stand-up. Yeah. They've, they've all done shows. But ten years ago, it's changed completely. It's a, it's a really nice... They redid the entire beach. They put all new restrooms in. It, yeah, it wasn't necessarily the area. It's the, the people. Yeah, you get a lot of... Uh, you get a lot of people, like you. They go to fucking Hampton Beach <laughs> in December. You got bikers. And go in the water when it's 40 degrees. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. The seagulls were happy. Did they shit on your car? <laughs> no. Actually, that thing you're driving, I don't think you'd notice. There was a couple surfers in there, so I guess the surfers are crazy, too. You know, I think... Uh, nah, I'm going to let you go. Like, you know, I'm not going to pick on you. Oh, all right. I was going to tease you, but... Oh, you can tease me. No, it's all right. I'm a man. I can take it. I can hack it. No, I don't want you crying. Oh. Um, <laughs> there's a phenomenon that we got to talk about. Are you ready to talk about this? A phenomenon? You know the phenomenon I'm talking about. You just experienced it, and I was... Is it the monoliths? The what? The monoliths that are appearing everywhere. The fuck no. We ain't talking about that. I can't... No, no, no. That's a phenomenon. Dude... You know my thoughts on that thing. Well, one appeared in Pittsburgh, though. It's crazy. It's wild. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, great. <laughs> when it starts raining frogs and, uh, I don't know. Like, what's the actual sign of the apocalypse according to the Bible? I think it's literally supposed to rain frogs and the oceans boil. When that happens, dude, is that, yeah. that's just it. Either somebody's doing it um, to rile people up. Right. Or it's real. And if it's real, 
I frankly don't want to know about it because what the frig am I going to do? You know, like what does it mean? I don't know. I don't think like, it's real. Yeah, but you know, either either way, I don't care. I, I just don't care. Yeah, I know. It's like not caring about what the weather is going to be like tomorrow. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Whatever it is, when we wake up, it is. You know. Yeah. And I used to be obsessed with that. Like, yeah. what is it going to be tomorrow? What is it going to be Friday? Like, is it going to ruin my day? Right. And now I just like somebody will be like, "Yo, tomorrow we're going to have a nor'easter." Or tomorrow we're going to have a blizzard. And I'm like, really? I didn't even know about it. Well, like, aren't you concerned? And I'm like, fuck no. Like, who cares? Like, you know? I don't know about you, but like... It's weather, man. Whatever it is, when I wake up now, it is. Yes. You know? And and then I'll, you know... Every day is a beautiful do I need day. A, do I need a hoodie or is it t-shirt weather? Like, do I need boots or sneakers? <laughs> like, I don't care. You know? I, I, I stopped caring. I can't control it. If I can't control it, I don't want to I don't want to think about it. Right. And, uh, so what's your phenomena that you're, uh, no, it's, 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 it's a phenomena that a lot of men have experienced. Okay. I've experienced it what's and the, you just experienced it. I did. Or, or did you not? Okay. I don't know. What was the phenomena? I don't know. This is another subject that I thought you pre-cleared before we started recording this podcast. Now I don't know. <laughs> you have no idea what I'm talking about. It has to do with ghosting. Oh, ghosting. Yes. Ah. Did that ever get resolved? or? No, it's still... Uh... Okay, so we can talk about it. Sure, yeah, go for it. Okay. Okay, so the phenomena is women, yes, you, women... Guys do it too. Uh, not to the fucking level in extreme I've seen women do it. And I'm sorry, I trash women because women trash me. <laughs> <laughs> but if I meet a nice one... I will certainly, uh, you know, repay it in spades. But listen, listen, listen. I, okay, I guess we're all guilty of this, but, you know, I'm, we're men, and this just happened to this guy. It drives me crazy, and I don't get why they do it. I, I, I And I'm going to talk about it. Okay. We're going to have a discussion about this. All right. But um, women ghosting men. Okay. And by ghosting, I mean... You guys are dating, you could be friends, you could talk every day, and just one day, these people just poof, vanish like a fart in the wind. Casper, they don't the pick up their call, they don't pick up a text, they don't return a text, they don't return a call. I mean, they just vanish like they were captured by like aliens. Gonzo. They drop off the face of the planet. Yeah. I've had it happen to women I've been dating in like a week in, mm -hmm. in like a year in. Yeah. And some of them came back after X amount of time, mm -hmm. and some I literally never spoke to again. I don't understand the phenomena. You yes. recently had this happen to you. I have. And, uh, you know, and I, it's, it's karma, because I actually ghosted some women here and there. So, I mean, it's, I'm standing up for the guys do it, too. So, I guess it's my karma. Okay, why did you ghost? I mean, see, that's just it. I live my life for right. I try to treat people as though I'd want to be treated. Right. I've been ghosted. Yeah. Therefore, I don't want to ghost somebody because I know what that's like. Right. Is it so hard to be like, yo, I'm not going to talk to you for the next seven days either because X, Y, Z is happening or I need a break from you right. or I don't want to see you anymore just because I don't feel like, you know, yeah. just be an adult. And then the person will say, okay, great. Okay? Yeah. So it's like, and this just happened to you. It did. And that's you what, thought you were in a that's why good, I, growing relationship. Yeah. Everything was working out. You both seemed happy. And then one day, just poof. Poof. Gone. Yes. How long has it been? Well over a week. Yes, over a week. Not one contact. Nothing. So, uh, so either, I mean, so you don't even know if this girl's alive. No, I don't. And, uh, but I... She's read my texts, but she's never answered them, so she so she forgot to disconnect. Do you have her social media? I mean, could she like? I'm still, friend, she, I'm still friends with her. Yeah. I could mean, she legitimately be like hurt or like in a hospital? She could be. I don't know. But uh, yeah. Maybe. See, I I look at it, so maybe uh, something wasn't clicking. Yeah, and rather than. Be honest. Being like, honest, say, hey, she it, took the easy way out. She cool. said, "Hey, I'm uh, just never I'm, gonna." I'm good. It's kind of like hitting somebody's car in the parking lot. You right. look around. Oh, nobody saw that. I'm just gonna drive away because yeah. I don't want my insurance going up. Yeah. That's the wrong 
moral and ethical thing to do. Right. And karma is going to catch up to you. Yes. And maybe it happened to me because of karma. Yeah. And maybe it happened to you because of karma. Maybe. It just goes to show, man, like, it just goes to show you that karma is real. It is real. And you really have to try to treat others as though you want to be treated. Exactly. And uh, you've been ghosted. I've ghosted. And you've ghosted. And you re- know what sucks. The reason why I ghosted, though, is, is because it wasn't it wasn't clicking or things were moved too fast but or something happened like uh it was just not going to work there was something why off. can't you when you why do you choose to ghost why can't you just be like yo this isn't working for me yeah. you know and uh this uh, you know uh, sorry um you i know. don't want to hurt the feeling hurt person's feelings you know yeah but I think you go through a lot more shit when you care about the person and they just up and fucking vanish. Yeah, I think the reason why, the main reason why I ghosted and I never contacted them before was because I, I, mean, was, I wasn't ready and I didn't, I didn't know how to tell that person that I wasn't ready. Like something mentally was triggered in my head like, I don't know, I don't want to hurt this person. So. Yeah, but... The bottom line is that you end up, I think, hurting the other person more exactly by do. ghosting them. You do. Because then there's, like, no closure. It's like, did I do something? Because yeah. at least if I know if I did something, I can correct it so I don't make the same mistake exactly. next time. Exactly. Or is it just you? Because if it's if just you, then I know I didn't do anything wrong. Right. But then it makes you question yourself, like, what did I do? Right? Right. And I'm going to give you an example, Okay. There's been times where women have ghosted me, yeah. and I really didn't care. But then I found out that, uh, you know, in one situation, they actually ghosted me, not to intentionally ghost me, but there's, like, something went wrong. Right. Like, there was a problem. That's why they that, like that's why they disappeared. Yeah. And then I found out in other cases that they ghosted me, just because, like you said, they weren't ready to commit, and they maybe thought I was, and mm-hmm. that was their easy way out. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you a different situation where um, I didn't act cool when she was missing for seven days. Yeah. I actually wrote a song about it. This happened when I was living in uh, South Carolina back in uh, 04. All right. And um, Let's hear it. Uh, we were together for a couple months. Um, talked every single day. Uh, text really wasn't popular back then really no text but we talk every day and uh you know uh, she would stay over my place i'd stay over her place Mm -hmm. so it it was a steady clicking thing and everything was just fine and uh one day she just literally disappeared off the face of the earth and uh like i said back then everyone didn't have a cell phone uh social media wasn't you know, I think it was MySpace, but, you know, it wasn't, like, the instantaneous shit, like, so I don't know, like, I, I didn't, uh, so anyways, okay, so, rather than just, did you, um, did you write her letters? No. <laughs> Snail mail? No, like, <laughs> facts. at this point in my life, like, I had been ghosted before, right. but maybe after one or two dates, you know, yeah. but this was, like, a long kind of thing. Right. So, like, the thought of her just, like, leaving the relationship and not saying a thing, it never once crossed my mind. Like, day one went by, I was concerned. Then two days go by, then three days go by, and now I'm, like, calling her work. Like, you know, did she show up for work? Like, yeah. like is she alive? Right. And, like, she caught wind that I had called her at work. Yeah. And, like, over the course of those seven days... She, it's almost like she ghosted me as a test. Like, I'm just going to disappear and not call this guy and not show my face for a week. Right. And I'm going to sit back and I'm going to watch how he reacts. And if he's creepy about it, I'm out of here. And evidently, like, me trying to figure out whether she was dead or alive by, like, you know, did she show up to work at least? Like, that's what I was trying to figure out. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, she made up... I. I this happened, what, 19 years ago? 16 years ago? I don't know. So I don't know the exact reason <laughs> of why she disappeared. But... Um, she still disappeared? She basically said, based on how you acted, or what I did, like by calling her work to see if she was there and shit, and like other stuff I had done to figure out like what had happened to her, yeah. like that's what creeped her out. Yeah. So I don't think I ever got an explanation for why she... Uh, 
like ghosted in the first place. But it's just like, it's just like, dude, if she could have just came out, and this is why, like, honesty and, um, yeah, honesty is so crucial in a friendship or relationship. If she had just come out and said, listen, I need a break from you right. for like a week, yeah. I would be like, sure. Yeah. Then I'd know. Right. Or if she said, or if she called me up and said, listen, I'm slammed the next seven days. I got family in town. I could kind of, whatever it is, yeah. as long as I know, I'm cool. Yeah. That's same. It's communication. That's one of the main. But she didn't see it that way. Right. So I basically ruined it because I overreacted that she just. That you called her work just to say, hey. That she just. Is she okay? Left. But again, it, like I said, well. it wasn't a couple of dates. This was like an everyday two month we were hanging out right. after work. Mm. Like her house, my house, sleeping in the same bed every night. And then she's just and just gone. Huh. And it you know, and, and she couldn't understand, okay? I'm gonna give you another example. Alright. And uh this just goes to show that uh if somebody does ghost you, don't do what I'm about to do or what I did with that other girl, because it could be, actually ruin it. It ruin it, yeah. You might be thinking that she's ghosting you just to be, you know, a bitch, but she might be ghosting you because maybe she's really effed up or hurt. True. And uh, if you overreact and say the wrong thing, you come out very needy, yes. desperate. Yes. And women don't like that kind of stuff, right? No, they don't. So here's what happened to me. Another time, dating another girl. We were together, I don't know, three, four months and uh, I was, uh, she lived on the Cape during the summers. She had a house on the Cape. Huh. So I would take off to the Cape. Spent every weekend on the Cape with her that summer. Cape is nice. And um, one of the weekends I was there, we woke up on a Sunday morning and she was just off. For the first time in like the three, four months we had been together, she was just acting just off. Oh, mentally off. Like, yeah, like she was all of a sudden like my sister. Like, a light bulb just went off in her. Like, she didn't... Yeah. Like, she wasn't acting like my girlfriend anymore. No, it it was, like it, something was Something going was going on. And I immediately picked up on it. And I asked her. I was like, what's up with you this morning? You good? And she's like, yeah, there's something going on. And it ain't good. It has to do with us. But I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> do you think I respected her wishes to not bring it up? No, it was, if you're there's something going on with you, obviously you want to know what's going on. You so here's what she does. Her. So she's acting super cold, and she's like, yeah, there's something going on in my head. It has to do with you and I, All right. but I don't want to talk about it. Can you please just give me some time? All right. That's what she was looking for. All right. And I could have just said... Did she tell you that? Give yeah. Time? Yeah. Yeah. And I could have just said, okay, baby, and just kept laying on the couch with her. Yeah. And, and then just when she was ready... We could have talked. Yeah. But the moment that she said that we had a problem, I couldn't let it go. And right. I and I kept badgering her the whole morning. Kept poking her. And all afternoon. Till finally, because I acted like that that day, mm -hmm. it was such a turnoff to her that she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. So here's what... And it act, and I didn't find out till I think a year or two later exactly what her problem was with us. Yeah. And here's what it was. When we got together, evidently, uh, and she had even told me this, when we first started dating, the only guy she ever really cared about was this ex of hers. Mm -hmm. It was the only guy that she ever felt like she had loved. And it was years ago. And I guess that morning when she said that we have a problem, that something is on her mind, she wanted to admit to me that she still had feelings for that ex, but that I shouldn't worry because she was with me. Yeah. And, like, that would fade. That's what was on her mind. Wow. And had I just been like, yeah, baby, we can talk about this when you're ready. Did you call her baby? Or whatever. <laughs> she asked me to not talk about it but she said there was an issue with our relationship yeah. and I couldn't let it go right and because I freaked out that ended up getting my ass dumped yeah. if I had just respected her and waited till she was ready right what she had to tell me was bad that she still had feelings for an ex mm -hmm. but it wasn't gonna be a problem 
So I ruined. You react. You overreact. I overreacted. And uh, those are just all mistakes you got to make, man. If you come off desperate, yeah. You come off needy. You overreact. If you come off uh, aggressive. If you come off um, rude. If you come off. Um, um, what's another thing you can do? You can come off. Uh, Overbearing. Yeah, over, yeah, well, that's kind of needy. But yeah. uh, um, Pushy? Yeah, just any of those things. Yeah. There's just, there's such a, a fine line, yeah. you know, and uh, that's why I don't really care for texting either because I've gotten into so many fights with family and friends over texts that mm -hmm. were taken in the wrong context. So when you're texting with somebody that you don't even know yet, it's going to be even worse. Right. Because you're just trying to get to know right. the person and you don't want to... I have a unique personality. It's hard with text, man. Text is a horrible way of communication. Yeah, it is. But people love to do it nowadays. And, you know, um, it is quick and easy. But I don't know. <laughs> I can say what I need to say to somebody way quicker in a 30-second phone call than I can, like, trying to type out, like, my whole message. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And uh, I don't really feel like doing that. I got big thumbs too, man. I hit every single button. You got big everything. <laughs> <laughs> you do though. Thanks, buddy. You got big everything. <laughs> you know, I think I. Uh, I think. Uh, <clears throat> I think I'm blushing. Yeah, I think I am too. You know, I think I know why. Uh, I think I know why you've been gaining weight. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, I think I figured out your, your weight problem. All right. Sausage, egg, and cheese biscuits. Biscuits. You got a problem. I do. I'm addicted Sausage, to Sausage, egg, and cheese biscuits are Josh's crack, and Josh is addicted to crack. Crack. That's and my crack. That's his crack. And, um... I got a lot of crack, actually, but in, this is what my... In addition to being situation. addicted to that brand of crack, <laughs> you also sit on your crack all day. Yes. So yes. you're eating a lot of junky, high-calorie food. I don't think it's junky. And you're just sitting all day. <laughs> Not even moving your arm to shift through the 18 gears. Nothing. 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 You just sit there just... and just repeatedly fart over and over no. again into that poor truck cushion like can you imagine how bad <laughs> your truck cushion must smell it's, my truck smells great I, no but the cushion have you ever sniffed it? your own no <laughs> why would i do that no i don't know <laughs> you know i'll give you a dollar put your nose right down i'll in give there. you a dollar if you sniff it yeah you take a lot more than a dollar buddy to sniff your cushion jesus yeah but yeah i mean it's not rocket science man I take, I if take, you want to lose weight, you gotta like you know, know, uh, burn more calories I'm, than you're taking. I'm going in. to the gym. Hopefully, they don't get shut down. It seems like everything's getting shut down again. Yeah, so. but you know what? I probably should have done. What? And if all the internet wasn't off in here, like it's a friggin' Faraday cage, uh, we could look this up. But like, how many calories are in a bacon? Or no, I'm sorry, a sausage, so egg, and cheese biscuit. Yeah, it's you know, like the salt. And you just can't have one, can you? <laughs> yeah. How many? I don't, I'm not gonna tell you. I really, I, I frequently eat them. How's that? You have more than. Wait a minute. So, <laughs> when I asked you how many, it's obviously you have more than one a day. No, not every day. Okay. Like every other day. Okay. <laughs> you understand this, right? What? Yes, it's, I know. It's simple. I, sh I shouldn't be eating those. They're things. probably like a thousand milligrams they are. or They're whatever. Like, I don't look at that. Or I just however you measure. I just pop it in my mouth and be like, "This is the best yeah, crack ever." I get it. I get it. I get it. You don't think I like sausage, egg, and cheese? You don't think I wouldn't love like a giant sloppy sausage with egg and melty cheese on like a croissant? Biscuits or a biscuit? Yeah, I, I would love biscuits. it. I would eat them. Yeah, but mm. you know what? You know, then I would look fat again, and I'm no longer fat. Can I have my guilty pleasure? Y yeah. Can I have it? But just don't wonder why you're large. Well, I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah, I get it. But I'm just saying, you know, 
you know? Maybe they have like an... Every one of those you put down, you're going to have to like do twice as much work to get it back. <laughs> do you think they have like an AA for Eating? sausage, egg, and cheese biscuits? They have an Eaters Anonymous. Do they really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Get out of here. Absolutely. I don't believe you. You stand up and you go, hello, my name is Josh and I have an eating disorder. I eat sausage, egg, and cheese biscuits. It doesn't matter. And then they'll all point at me and laugh. Calories. No, I don't think they do that. I think it's more like an AA meeting. I think it's I think it's Eaters Anonymous, and it don't matter, right? When you go to Alcoholics Anonymous or whatever drug users Anonymous, it doesn't matter whether your drug is heroin, crack, or alcohol, you, you right? Don't, don't so when you go to Eaters Anonymous, they're not going to look more down on you because you're addicted to this food or that food. You know, they don't care what food you're eating. The problem is you're eating too much or too little. Yeah. You don't have a guilty pleasure, like food-wise? I told you my guilty pleasures. What was it? Kristen Stewart. What? Oh. <laughs> and some friggin' uh, sandpaper. That's not... Uh... <laughs> what? That was good. Oh, man. Kristen Stewart. Do you know she's married? She's a horrible actor. Horrible. No, she's not. Horrible. Not in that movie. Oh, stop. No, she's... Stop. Dude, all right. Oh, Edward. You're talking to a, uh, whatever it's called. What do they call someone that's, uh, that's a Twilight fan? A tweener? Or I don't know whatever the fuck I am. That's what I am. So we're not going to get into one. <laughs> oh, dude, I, Kristen Stewart, I think, acted just fine in that movie, okay? Yeah. But she's just, she, I don't know, back man. then, in the late 2000s, in that movie, she was just beautiful. Just uh, perfect. Perfect. Anyways. She was a horrible actor. Okay. Do you know she's married? I know all you guys agree with me. Do you know she's married? I'm sure she is. Most uh, Hollywood actresses and actors are married. She's married to a woman. Oh, that's good. Good for her. Mm. I'm glad she's uh, happy. She has short hair. It's nothing wrong with short hair. No, absolutely not. I got short hair. I just didn't know if you knew that or not. I have short hair unlike you. Bullshit. <laughs> you just saw the video. Yeah, I saw your stubble. Yeah. Yeah. You do have hair. I have. I can. You do have hair. I'm I busting him. I shave my head. Out of that's like my hairstyle. Yeah. It's like not to have any. But you realize I have hair. Yeah, I know. And I'm glad you uh, tried out my technique because now. What's your technique? Now you know what oh, the Oh, the, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I'm just going to go back to getting a loofah. A loofer? No, it's... <laughs> you fucking <laughs> asshole. Uh, it's loofah, and you know it's loofah. I unlike, know it is. Unlike last week. Like, loofah, loofah, loofah. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else do I got? Uh, we've been talking for an hour, and that's probably long enough. All right. I had one more thing to bring up. Yeah, save it till next week. But it happened to be political. It's nah. been talked about 18,000 times. Nobody wants to hear about politics, man. Yeah, well, it shouldn't be political, but it is. Uh, A lot of things have been made political. Don't do it. Don't do it. No, I'm not going to do it. All right. Good. But it just seems like... No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, I hope everybody has had a good... See, this is this has been good for me. I don't good. know if it's been good for you. I think it was great, man. Because it seems like two minutes has gone by, and it's actually been an hour. Yeah. And that's what I'm hoping you watching happens, that it's so entertaining that you that it, just, it, it flies by. Yeah. Right? But if you keep looking down at how long the video was, then maybe, I don't know. And now but, you know some interesting tidbits about yeah, you, know, you and I. If somebody goes back and watches all these episodes, they can probably figure out everything about me. Because I think I've pretty much bared my soul through 62 episodes. But anyways, <laughs> thank you for tuning in for episode 62. I'm John. He's Chosh, the truck driver. And this has been episode 62. And I've, I don't know. I need to get better at my job at signing off. Because I just keep repeating myself. But via con deos, mother... Uh, See ya. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why it kind deos, Josh Lou. Now, uh, um, adios, and adios, gracias para listening. Love you, <laughs> love you, everybody. 
have a stellar, uh, yeah, am I going to just stop? Yeah, stop talking. Why can't I stop? I'm like one of those dolls. You know, somebody cut the string off There's me. There's a snake in my boot. You know, I'm waiting for one of those big, uh, you know, in like the olden days, they would have that right. big hook. Right. And they'd like hook the person right. off the stage. I gotta go. because I'm waiting for the hook to... Look, it's coming in. Okay, now you're making me. Okay, um, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna cut that out. <laughs>